Happy early Halloween, I guess. <laughs> are we are we just going? <laughs> I guess so. I didn't know we were going yet. <laughs> Happy early Halloween! <laughs> this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween, Halloween. Beautiful. <laughs> That's what I thought too. <laughs> we know that it's early, but next week's episode is uh, Thor for Thor Ragnarok. So this is your our Halloween episode. <laughs> this is Halloween. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Afterthoughts. This is a podcast where we rewatch movies, we compare our first and second impressions, and discuss a related topic. My name is Joshua Kazemi, and I'm here with my co-host, co-ghost, Halloween, uh, okay. Cole the Cole Man Taylor Thomas. <laughs> Hello. I'll, I'm not even going to try and act excited after that terrible pun. <laughs> if a pun is what you'll even call it. Uh, I didn't plan it, if that helps. You know, it's just... Off I mean, yeah, that head. makes it slightly better. It was just <laughs> off the dome, you know, but not mu- not by much. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so for our very our second our second Halloween episode because we've been doing this for that long, oh, uh, wow. is uh, is on uh, Saw. <laughs> Saw, and it's like you know, no one asked us to do this movie, but nobody asked them to make another Saw movie, which is coming yeah. out this weekend. So, well, honestly, I bet there were some people out there who did ask them. So, <laughs> that's unfortunate. We need more. <laughs> so, before we now see, now I'm trying to think of a pun for seesaw. Yeah, but I won't do it. Okay, I won't. No, do it. we'll just slice right through this plot. We'll <laughs> cut through go. it. We'll boom. We'll. Well, I got nothing. <laughs> we'll woodwork our way through it. Coleman's going to take us through the plot of Saw, and then we'll dive right into first and second impressions. All right. So, Saw. Uh, <laughs> these two guys wake up in a bathroom, don't know why they're there, and there's a dead dude laying in the middle in a pool of blood. Turns out they were put in there by some mysterious figure who gave them videotapes. And asks if they want to play a game. Doesn't seem much like a game to me, but whatever. Um, and then one of them uh, has been suspected of being the Jigsaw Killer before, which is who he thinks has put them in this uh, predicament that they're in. He's a person who does not necessarily kill people, although I'm sure if you tried him in a court of law, he would definitely be considered a murderer, but whatever. Um, maybe not. I'm curious about that, though. Would it be, like, aggravated? I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, he, um, puts them through these trials that are obviously life-threatening, and if they don't make it through, they die, and he picks people who are doing, uh, things that would show they don't necessarily enjoy living, or pretend that they don't enjoy living, but then, obviously, they really try hard to 
make it through this trial and live. And so these two are trying to figure out why they're in this room together. They don't know each other. And they find out someone has one of the two men's family held hostage. And for him to get them safely out of harm's way, he has to kill the other man in the room. And the plot kind of unfolds from there. So many twists and turns. So many other parts to this movie and side characters and whatnot. But that's the gist of it. Mm-hmm. That is Saw. Saw. Um, so, I think... I'm pretty sure I saw this in 2004. I didn't you see what it. what it? What? What did you... What did you... You what it? I saw it. Ah. <laughs> 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 and Do you think that'll get old if I point that out every time you say that this episode? No, I think if you if you commit to it and you do it every single time, <laughs> be good. <laughs> All right. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how I'm feeling. <laughs> I think that I watched this movie in 2004 when it came out. Not in theaters, but I remember watching it. On my friend's Xbox. He, like, brought over his Xbox so that we could watch it. And, uh, yeah. So, I saw it before, before like, you know, the craze of endless sequels, which came out every single year since 2004, which is kind of insane. They never skipped a beat. Um, but, yeah, saw it before all of that, and I thought this was really, really cool. I really enjoyed it. And thought it was a very interesting movie. And I guess we'll get into more of that <laughs> later in the podcast. When did you see this? Uh, not in theaters. I honestly think it was the exact same scenario. My friend brought over the movie and we watched it on my either Xbox or PlayStation 2. Hang on. Was it you? It was me. Did How you yeah, come I, over to my house? We, we, I know. We go a lot <laughs> further back than we thought. <laughs> and then we never saw each other again, you know? <laughs> You're just like, that was a weird movie. And then waited, <laughs> what, seven years to see each other seven again? Seven years. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Okay, so what did you think of it? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. The twist blew me out of the water. Yeah. I did not expect it in even the slightest. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen this movie, I'm going <laughs> to... It, right now, here it goes. Old man in the middle of the room is actually alive in his jigsaw. Boom. And when he starts to get up, oh my gosh, yeah. blew my mind. My little eighth Crazy. grade mind <laughs> didn't know what to do anymore. <laughs> I thought oh, it was man. so sweet. Yeah, I yeah, that twist was really cool. And I remember like actively trying to figure it out. Like the movie just really had my attention, and I was constantly just, like, trying to put pieces together. I remember, like, hypothesizing quietly to myself in the living room, trying to, like, figure it out. And then when that twist happened, I just, my mind exploded. And I just was so, <laughs> it was, like, so enjoyable to have been outsmarted by this movie. I know. You know I really It really was. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing. I have not seen a single other Saw movie. Oh. Have you shame. seen more? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. That's great. Oh, boy, indeed. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It just, like, the uh, the sequel came out the next year, and I wasn't interested. 
And who knows why? That doesn't make any sense, right? If I liked the first one so much, why didn't I see the second? But I guess, I don't know. There's just wasn't enough motivation to go see it and then they just kept coming and i think that's kind of what propelled it even further was once we were like at three and four i was like well i missed the boat so (laughs) go on without me oh you should have you should have hopped on that boat yeah (laughs) not not really how many have you actually fine um i think one night me and my friend were just like you want to have a saw marathon we're like yes so we watched like I think five or six of them. Oh I definitely gosh. haven't seen the last one. That's true, but that's nuts. Yeah, they're they're bad, especially towards the end. Godly, oh boy. Two well, we'll is get... like okay, but the rest <laughs> are just terrible. And we're actually get... honestly, if I went back and watched two now, I doubt it's even okay anymore. Yeah, I doubt it as well. Uh, but I guess we'll get more into that. I have plenty of questions for you in the topic time for the sequels. <laughs> <laughs> I was really sequels. hoping uh, this week to, when I rewatched it that that it would hold up. I was really hoping that this one would be cool. And like I just re- rewatch it and think there's a reason that there are so many sequels. Like if this first one was really as like groundbreaking and cool as I remember it being, then that would make sense that there are so many. So oh, that's kind I of knew what this I was movie wasn't. For. I knew this movie wasn't going to hold up. You knew going into the rewatch. Oh yeah, okay. I knew it. I hadn't seen it in a long time, but someone was watching it recently, and I just walked in on like a few scenes, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is bad." <laughs> Spoiler for. <laughs> well, let's just impression. go right into it. Do you have any other first impressions? No, not really. I mean, I I loved. One and two. I don't know why. I saw two multiple times in theaters. Oh, wow. I know. Man. I was like, they did it again. How did they so. do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. That's amazing. I, yeah. I mean, I really liked this movie when it first came out. I thought it was cool. Yeah. And, and it was unique. I don't know. It. it it had a twist in and of itself, and I thought it was just a cool idea of, like, a horror movie. Horror, but, like, with a strong, like, a heavy sense of, like, psychological thriller. Which yeah, I yeah, think yeah, maybe sure. wasn't happening a lot at the time. Or at least, you know, for a couple of eighth graders who maybe haven't yeah. seen everything that there was to see. Like, this was sort of the pinnacle of those two genres meeting. So, yeah. it was pretty cool. And the fact that it was, like, quote-unquote real. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like, a ghost story or something completely outlandish, yeah. although this is still pretty far out there. But, nonetheless, it could happen in reality in some way. And yeah. so that was cool, too. My brother totally brought me a hot fudge sundae, so I'm totally trying to eat it on the side, on the sly. <laughs> like, trying to make sure the mic doesn't pick it up. Who knows? <laughs> So if you hear <laughs> that's amazing. me eating in any way, that's that's what that is. Well, you know, I was going to try not to be, like, explicit about how gory this movie is, but maybe now we should really dive into it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, so second impressions. What did you think? Oh, it was so bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. This movie was so bad. <laughs> Yeah. Which is so sad. It's so sad that it's so bad. Yeah, it's pretty I know bad. I keep rhyming, but I really, I don't know. Yeah. I loved this movie as an eighth grader, mm-hmm. so it kind of, 
I knew it was going to be this way, but it's still just a sad realization to watch it, and it 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 is that way. Yeah, and it's, and I mean, we'll we'll get into what what's wrong with the movie, but but <laughs> I mean, you know, you have your you can hypothesize about what's what's wrong with the movie before you even watch it. Like going into, it, I was like, I, I if if the movie's going to be bad, I'm assuming it's going to be bad in the sense of like plot or or. Or, or, or just like uh, a horror movie falling into the same trap of like uh, gore substituting genuine scares and stuff like that. So that's that's mm-hmm. where I was assuming the movie would fall short. I didn't think the movie would be bad in terms of just like acting. All of the oh. acting is so bad. Oh, I knew it was going to be the acting, but that's because that's what I noticed. Like I walked in on like two scenes. I can't, I think it was my dad watching it, honestly, maybe like, I think it was about a year ago and I just walked in and he was watching it and I saw like two scenes and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. Yeah. So bad. I did not expect that. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't, that when I saw it a year ago, I didn't. That was when I noticed it was bad acting. I had not up until that point Man. like realized that this acting was that terrible. <laughs> that's very funny. Uh, Maybe that's why if you you know when you write it, you shouldn't always be a actor in it. You know. <laughs> Wait, one of the actors wrote this. Yeah, the obviously not Carrie. Yeah, the guy from Princess oh, Bride. Oh man, yeah, okay. One, He's, the other he wrote guy. it. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Didn't he, that. he co-wrote it at least. I didn't I did realize that James Wan, who directed Furious Seven more recently, directed this. Oh yeah. What the heck? Good for him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's amazing. Ugh. Despite all its flaws though, and before we get into all of them, I still like the idea of it and think it's a very unique idea. Mm-hmm. And some of the characters like drives are very strong and there they just don't uh, pull it off as yeah. well. Like I see what they were going for and I see why I liked it in the eighth grade. And if it had been more fine tuned and not as terrible of acting, I think it still could have been a great movie even today. Yeah. Because the idea is unique. And uh, like I said, I, I think the character motivations are there, just not as strong as they could have been. Mm-hmm. And that's those are the parts of the movie I really did enjoy. And the twist was still cool the first time I saw it. I agree, but I did see this before I ever saw David Fincher's 7. Mm-hmm. But had I seen 7 before this, I would probably have compared it to this. You know, I don't think I would have liked it as much had I known that there were there are some, you know, it, there's similar ideas. Yeah, similar, but still, I think, unique enough that, I don't know, I think I might have still not compared them so much. I mean, this But I also takes didn't see further. 7 until after this. Right, yeah, but and and this definitely takes things further in certain directions, but just the this, this idea of a serial killer, like, punishing people for their crimes or mistakes or whatever, is, I think, is enough to, to garner some comparisons, and 7 is vastly superior in many other different ways besides just the initial idea so i i just it's tough to go up against a movie like seven in any regard i don't know i think because like like i said the character motivations i think are there but when it comes to like john 
I see where he's driven from, but at the same time, it's just weird. You would think someone like that would only want to bring justice to those who don't necessarily... Like the ones that express having some problem in their life or live in his eyes incorrectly. But he also just wants to stop people who get in his way. Mm-hmm. And I find that interesting. And I guess the only argument for that I could find in my head is that if you really boil down to it, you could find flaw the flaws he's looking for in every human being. Okay. Especially because Adam's in the room and the only reason he's there is because he like took pictures and I mean, yeah, he's spying on someone, but I don't know. It seems to me like the the big sort of motivating thing for him, at least in this initial movie, was that he was he was sort of. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed as though he was like torturing people who didn't appreciate what they have. Yeah, right. Because that's his whole thing. He's got is it's cancer, right, or some fatal illness, and. Yeah. He's seeing other people not appreciating the things that they have, so he tortures them. So it does seem like the photographer, even if he's doing something sketchy, is not quite in line with everybody else. Yeah. That's, yeah. And I thought that was strange. And then he is just completely fine with murdering police officers just because they're getting in his way. Yeah. I don't know. It's strange to me. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the... One of my biggest issues, I feel like I just the movie just feels a little too disjointed. Like, yeah, there's all these different moving components. And then, you know, I remember trying to figure out the movie. That's one of the things I enjoyed about my first impression was I'm. it felt like a mystery that you had to figure out. But there's no way you can figure this out unless you just like make a wild guess. You know, there, there's, yeah. there aren't really clues or anything. You're just kind of in it for the ride. Right. And that was kind of disappointing. And there, there's just so many what ifs that happen that, like, if they didn't happen that way, it wouldn't have created different plot points. For example, how would they? He hits the mirror and finds out it's right. a two-sided mirror, and that creates a that completely changes the plot. Before that, who even knows if they would have known anything or it, like that he's watching or uh-huh. I don't know. Uh huh. I mean, what if Carrie opened his wallet first? You know, right. So many things. So many things. (laughs) Also, was the stuff on the ground really poison? I don't know. That's another question. Because that that was initially the only real way he had to kill him. Yeah. So if he gave him a poison cigarette, would that have just been fine? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you tried to kill him. Good job. You win. (laughs) Also, what if Carrie's hacksaw broke instead of... The other guys. <laughs> I know. I always, or I thought about that a lot the whole time. It's like his breaks immediately carries yeah. is good to go. Good to go. Well, he's a surgeon. He knows how to handle a saw. But, but okay, if, <laughs> if, if, if it's strong enough or if the chains are strong enough to break that saw, is that saw strong enough to go through bone? Probably not. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Depends. I don't know. I don't, I don't know much about the durability of saws and how hard the chain is compared to his bone. Oh no. Yeah. Ugh. But I know. I don't I don't actually know. Especially after being he used it on the chain for a while. Yeah. And I'm I'm gonna kind of get into a little bit of the later saws. We I'll, I'll try and keep most of it in the topic time. But this is specifically for the point of this movie. So in later movies it becomes a big deal that some people 
don't really give the people a chance to get out. Even if they have, like, because they have chances in this one, as slim as they may be, they can still get out of it. Mm -hmm. While in later ones, it's literally just rigged. But I feel like Adam did not even have a chance. Not even close. He, like, wakes up, and then the key's down the drain, which would have, like, saved him. Yeah. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. One, he's just a photographer guy. And then, two, you didn't... He never really had a chance. There was nothing he could do to get out, either. He could have cut his foot off, I guess. I guess. But, I mean, Carrie at least could have killed him and then gotten out. And that's another thing I don't understand. So, he wants people to appreciate life, but then some of his games makes them kill other people i don't know that also seems weird does that other person not get a chance to try and appreciate their life oh logic of this movie doesn't always add up and it's weird yeah yeah i feel similarly about like a franchise like the purge you know i understand that whoever came up with it had like an interesting idea and a setup for a crazy psychological action thriller and i understand that the idea is interesting but the logistics of it don't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you really try to put it together, it doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> and I guess, like, you know, his, his name is Jigsaw. The story is sort of this unfolding mystery. I would almost expect that the, the traps would be less of these, like, torture devices and more of, like, you have to figure something out and then you can get out. Almost like yeah. they have puzzles to to solve or whatever. And I guess to right. a certain extent, they're trying to figure out why they're in there. But that's just kind of them wanting to figure out for themselves. <sighs> so, so unfortunate. <laughs> I still really like the idea. Yeah. But again, that's it. Finding out that the acting was so bad was so disappointing. Yeah, it really was. And then on top of that, just how disjointed it is, like you said, I completely agree. It's, I don't know, it doesn't always add up. Mm -mm. And I kind of, I liked that in the eighth grade when I first saw it, that you have all these side characters and these, like, I remember we would talk about all, he's like, oh, he tried to make this one dude go through barbed wire and try and make it up that way. But now in this... This part, it kind of just adds to the just the disjointedness watching it this time. Just all these moving parts that not all of them are necessary. Yeah. I still remember when he got up in the middle of the room the first time I saw it, though, and we were like, <laughs> oh, 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 my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> that was like oh. a genuinely fun moment. I know. No matter cool. how bad this movie is now and keeps getting worse as we go on, that moment was still like live in my head as a great movie <laughs> moment. And that's what I think is awesome. This movie is terrible and we can say that at this point, but yeah. even though it's terrible, that moment, like I still remember watching a part of this movie and it being like one of the greatest times of ever watching a movie. Yeah. I really so wonder what it would have been like to have seen it for the first time this week. Right. <laughs> Curious to know, like despite its faults, would that moment still have been crazy and awesome? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it is the best part of the movie, I think. That the last chunk oh, for sure. is is gripping and interesting and you can tell that that was, you know, that that probably was part of that initial conversation, initial idea. We want to get to that moment. Right. So, 
Yeah. And I think some of the moving parts are neat, even if they aren't well executed. Just that they try and distract you with this other character that I'm so glad did not end up being Jigsaw. Yeah. But the guy from Lost. Yeah. And it's, I think it's cool that it turns out it's not him and you like find out, oh, this, like after thinking, well, if you, if you thought it was Jigsaw, you realize it's not Jigsaw. He was just part of the game too. I think some of them are cool and interesting. And if they had been more fleshed out would have been great and take away some of the other ones. But overall, it's just different things like that over and over that just take away from the overall narrative of the film. Yeah. Did you, uh, in your first impression at any point, did you think that Carrie was Jigsaw? No. Okay. It's funny you say that, though. Because <laughs> of later movies? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, re- I read some wiki entries. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I had to wiki the last one because I just had to know after watching the other six, you know? Yeah. I had to know I how it ended. It. Well, that's all I really got. Me too. For this movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame. <laughs> if you like horror movies, I'd still... It, it's, a, it's a fun watch if you've never seen it. Although, it's too late now. If you're listening to this podcast and me telling you this now, it's too late. Because you know the best part of the movie. Yeah. And it's spoiled, so I'm sorry. Maybe don't ever watch this movie. But... <laughs> Oh, well, it's still fun yeah. in some ways, but not great by any means. <laughs> uh, all right. It's time for the topic time. The topic time. So uh, we're going to talk about the the entire Saw franchise. And, you know, as you already know, Coleman has seen most of them. I have seen none of them. <laughs> I have read some some uh, Wikipedia articles, but here's just my main thing that I want to say, and then we'll yeah. I'll let you take us wherever we need to go. But I just am astounded. The, the first saw came out in October of twenty two thousand four, and then the next one was October two thousand five, October two thousand six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They didn't skip a beat. That's insane. <laughs> How did they do it? I don't get it. Sequels never come out that that closely together unless they're filmed at the same time. And I don't think that was the situation this time. It just seems Not crazy either. to me. They just, they just cranked them out. Wow. That's insane. No shortage of torture ideas. Ah. Oh, not at all. That's Goodness. crazy. That's, but that's another reason it's probably so easy for them to make it. The plot just starts disintegrating and it just makes room for what's the coolest way we can torture someone now (laughs) like that's it it just becomes a gore fest over and over and over yeah yeah with a twist at the end always (laughs) so you mentioned you mentioned earlier that they sort of they decline in quality but i'm looking at rotten tomato scores and it, it seems true that they do decline but Apparently, Saw 6 spikes back up from 12% for the fifth one and then 37% for the sixth. Ooh, 37. It's just, it's the second highest score. I mean, the original has a 48. (laughs) I know. But I'm just, that's, I'm curious about that. I wonder if it really does spike up even just a little bit. Because the last one has a 9%. Yeah, I know. Oof. I never watched that one. <laughs> I mean, six is all right again. It's okay. 
it's interesting because you have, I think you have six people going through this just long array of different traps together. But okay, I guess I have some questions for you. One is, how much gorier do they really get? Like, are they genuinely way more gory than this for original? Yes. Whew. That's rough. I mean, what what's really that gory in this one? I guess they don't actually show too much of his foot getting cut off. Yep. But, like, I don't and know. And they don't really show much of anything. Even when that guy gets, like, his head blown off with those shotguns, you just yeah. see the blood trickling down. You don't really see him or anything. Yeah, I guess that's true. It gets much worse. Man. That's rough. <laughs> I know. Like, there's one trap where this guy is, like, bolted down to the bottom of this huge cylindrical vat and it's like at a pig slaughterhouse and it's just pigs slowly getting slaughtered and then their remains and like slop that they become just empties into this vat and he's about to drown in Ugh. pig remains that's disgusting which isn't necessarily that gory but it's just disgusting yeah and it like there are some much more gory disgusting ones as well but we can leave those alone. If, you, if you're really that curious, just go watch it. So so one of the things I read was that uh, at one point, one of these sequels picks up where the original left off in terms of Carrie, Princess Bride. Like, Because at the end of this movie, he just kind of disappears after he cuts his foot off and he's going to get help. Uh, but apparently one of these movies picks up uh, where with him crawling to like... Uh, a pipe or something that like he he like seals his wound and then joins Jigsaw and becomes like someone that helps him torture people. Yeah, I don't know the exact details. It's seven. That's the last one. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know, but if it shows all of that or not, I'm guessing it does. But it seven just ends with him slamming the door just like Jigsaw does in this one. Because they always go back to this bathroom for some reason. <laughs> Carrie slams the door on Jigsaw. No, on someone else. Jigsaw dies in, like, the third or fourth one. Oh, really? Yeah. What? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. who's in charge of all the torturing? Uh, So that Amanda girl becomes his f- apprentice. Uh-huh. The survivor from the, the original. Yep. Yeah. And she goes through the game again in the second one, but it turns out one of the twists is that she's in on it and she's still, he's, she's like his apprentice now. So in the third one, she's like full on his apprentice, but she's terrible at it and ends up dying in the third one. And then you find out there's another guy who also became his apprentice. Um, but he, and he's one of the FBI guys that comes in later in the story. But he's terrible at it too. So he, but he's it. I think from like four through six, four through seven, even I think, until eventually you find out Carrie is like the ultimate person who has been behind the scenes the whole time. Apparently, yeah, he becomes the like the actual person who takes his place. So when Jigsaw dies in the third one, it's just these apprentices. Apprentices? Apprentices? <laughs> Who knows the plural? <laughs> it's just all of them carrying these things out? Yes. Okay. I mean, he still has recordings and stuff. He does things behind the scenes. Like, even after he's dead, his legacy still does go on, but mm. they're just doing it. So the, and I think the, the, there's not like an, an, uh, like an overall plot to these seven movies. It's just like 
a chain of events. There's a, there's kind of an arc, especially because they start having recurring characters that come in and out of each of the movies. Mm. Um, there's like an FBI, or maybe he's just, no, I think he's just a cop. There's a cop that comes into the story. Who's he's in two, and then he shows up again real quick in four before uh, he dies. Like it's so sad. He because you don't see what happens to him at the end of two. And you just assume he's, like, dead or something. And then he sh- it shows back up, I think, in four. <laughs> and then just to die. <laughs> it's Jeez. so sad. Don't um, um, don't Danny Glover and his partner show back up? I don't think so. They don't? Okay. Unless, I can't remember. I feel like there is one that does take place, like, during the same time frame as this one. Yeah, and that's like what ends up being the twist, though. Yeah. But I can't remember. Okay, I'm looking it up. It's so apparently Danny Glover and his partner Ken Lung are mm-hmm. are they're in the first, they're in the third, and the fifth. Interesting. But I don't know the context. Yeah, I don't think they're really in it that much though. I don't remember. Yeah, probably not. I mean, because like his partner's out. totes dead, right? Yeah, he died. Well, I guess we didn't see him die, but he's definitely dead. Definitely dead. Shotguns to the face. To the face. Do you, do you know anything about this new one? No. Nothing. Yeah, me neither. It's not a reboot. I do know that. It's It picks up like a decade later. And that's all that I know. Interesting. And I don't think anyone from the original cast is in it. I think it's like all new people. The thing that I did think that was cool about the sequels as they went on, though, is the, what I have mentioned, though. I think it's interesting that Jigsaw does die in like the third one. But yet the story continues. And that these characters kind of start getting interwoven and, like, come in and out of it. I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But still not not good. Not a good series. Not a good franchise. <laughs> I'm sure if we continued to live together, we would have barreled through these at some point. Oh, yeah. Because what did we do? We did the Final Fan- or Final Destination movies. We did. <laughs> You're about to say the Final Fantasy Final movies. Final Fantasy movies, because uh, there are totally two of those. <laughs> um, uh, which one? Well, so we did Furious. We did Furious Seven. We did the Mission Impossible movies. I'm sure, we've done Marvel in there. Yeah, we would have gotten to Saw eventually. Eventually, we get through every franchise eventually. <laughs> but this, I do. This one seems like a rough one to go through. I know. And isn't it just so sad that Adam legit dies? They, like, come across his dead body later. Oh, that's It's like, what What did he even do? <laughs> oh, spied on someone. I guess he lied a lot. That's fair. <laughs> do, do they become campy? Like, do, are, do they sort of start to parody themselves? Or do they become, like, jokingly bad? Or is it pretty serious all the way through? It's pretty serious all the way through. Wow. No camp, you know. But I guess there's three Marvel movies every year, and they, they're all still knocking them out of the park, so I guess fatigue's not really a thing for the diehard yeah. fans. Yeah. I'm curious to see how this, this one will do. Yeah. Do you think it'll do well or no? Both critically and box office. I think... Hmm. That's interesting. I mean... Maybe, maybe there's a chance it's good. I haven't seen a trailer for it, so I have no idea like what it looks like or what it feels like or if they're going for something a little different. But uh, maybe, 
Maybe it does well. I really, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say not critically and okay box office. Mm. Just like on par with the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like even if it does do well critically, it's not going to outperform the other movies in terms of box office. I think people are, I think you're not going to convert anybody to this franchise at this point. There's just, I think there's just a small group or maybe even a kind of large group of people who just want to go see it. Who just love it. <laughs> and I mean, a horror movie with a twist in the end, what's not to like, you know? Yeah. Just a, a quick popcorn movie. Yeah. Horror movie. I mean, if you if you like the horror genre, I could understand why Saw stands out and would be one that would be worth, you know, seeing again and again. Yeah. That's all I really got. Me too. Is that the show? Yeah. Let's wrap this up. I uh, hope you all of you have a, a great Halloween, uh, even though there'll be another episode before Halloween comes out or before Halloween. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, let us know if you're going to watch the new Saw movie. Uh, I'm curious. Tweet at us. You can find our Twitter handles in the description. Uh, if you want to keep supporting the show, it'd be great if you could follow us on Twitter and uh, retweet the the show when it comes out on uh, every uh, Monday morning. Uh, and if you uh, if you want to share the podcast with a friend, that'd be a cool thing too. Next week, this is a very special episode. We're having um, a friend of ours, Ryan Larrabee, is going to be on the podcast, and we're going to be talking about Thor in honor of Thor Ragnarok. So. Tune into that. Rewatch Thor. Rewatch Thor: The Dark World. Just have a good old MCU marathon. That sounds like a blast. MCU. Uh, and if man, if you're gonna have one of those, text me. I'll come over. <laughs> I'll do it. That sounds I'll fun. Watch him. Love the MCU. Anyways, so yeah, tune into that. That'll be great. Uh, and we'll see you then. See you next week. See y'all.